Topo Athletic is committed to lifelong health and better movement. Topo builds running shoes for those who get out there every day, regardless of weather, speed, energy, or mood. Their distinctive fit and feel combines instinctive human movement with modern performance and lightweight comfort to help you keep going, keep trying, and keep moving. Discover the Topo difference and step into a run experience unlike any other. Yeah, there it is. There it is. It's uh, it's we've done this show for a year, and it's like yearly. It's like yearly tradition um, to have different like. Well, it's two things. It's I'm using like race mugs and stuff as a camera stand right now, and the other thing is like just having technical issues with Meta. It's like either me, Jason, or one of the guests. So don't worry about it, man. It's just a it's just a fireside chat tradition. Um, but. Sean, we're super excited to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for joining us man, and taking the time. Having me on, man. I'm, I'm super stoked. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for those of you guys who don't know, um, Sean, uh, uh, Sean Eckert is an ultra runner. He has an amazing story. You know, he's a 100-mile finisher. He's, you know, he's all kinds of things like I, I you know I'm just gonna let him get into it um but you know I think a good place to start probably with the, this is just you know just tell the audience a little bit about who you are man um like a little bit of just about this my story or just like yeah like what exactly so like, just like, a, just like a quick introduction we can kind of get into the story afterwards all right so uh I'm just like uh you know husband i have a 15 year old son um I, I started running in 2020 uh i used to be severely overweight i used to be 446 pounds uh had an addiction to alcohol and drugs um uh so that i mean this is a uh, running kind of changed uh, changed my life so definitely so that's pretty much a little bit about my like who i am like how everything kind of what it is yeah i love that i love that you ended with running saved my life and changed my life you know because i think both of those phrases are things that we commonly hear especially in like ultra running and people who take on running especially when they've dealt with something like an addiction or something of that sort um and you know i want to dive kind of right into that because it's such an integral part of your story but before we jump on you know, I could tell we're both trying to shake the nerves out a little bit. So I've got a icebreaker question for you. And this will determine if I drop this chat right now or Jason jumps on and joins later because you'll either be Team Ohm or Team Jason. All right. Um, are you ready for the question? Yeah, let me see it. All right. All right. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're Team Ohm all the way, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jason is like 0 for 10 in the last 10, or no, Jen on the last episode was pineapple on pizza, but whatever, like uh, we've got the nice, you're on Team O, man, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's sweet with the, the savories where it's at. Yeah, exactly, and for me, throwing on some spice on it as well, you know, just like jalapenos and like pineapple, yeah, it's most not definitely. just, just to reiterate it, guys, not just about the sweet, it's about the sweet and savory, like Sean is saying. Uh, but yeah, man, like going back to just going back to your story, um, talk a little bit about, you know, like addiction and, you know, how it started and where you were, um, during that time in your 
life and sort of how that eventually led to running? Uh, well, the addiction started like when I was when I was young. Actually, uh, I used to do drugs when I was like real, real young, like fourteen, fifteen. Uh, uh, then I got like into like heavily drugs. Like, I was like super depressed, so like I did drugs to kind of like cope with all that kind of stuff. Like just in my life, uh, like I had uh, severe panic disorder and just like I had a rough life. Like I was homeless when I was real little. Uh, you know, it was just there was a lot of things that was happening to me during that time of life. So I would just kind of uh, use the drugs as like a coping like mechanism. Uh, and I ended up over actually overdosing when I was 19. Um, and uh, that's when everything, everything started kind of changing. Uh, I ended up stopped doing drugs uh, at that point. But then what happened was I ended up replacing drugs with alcohol. And then drinking uh, just didn't give me the same effect as drugs. So I had to drink a lot. So I thought if I drank more, it would give me the same effect, but it never did. So I just became like a binge drinker. Like I would drink all the time, like big amounts. Uh, like, like, you know, in my, you know, like 20, you know, through my 20s, stuff like that. And then I ended up like, uh, you know, getting in tons of trouble all the time, getting arrested uh, for like fighting and just, you know, being like an idiot pretty much. Uh, but I ended up meeting my wife. Uh, in my 20s and then we ended up having a kid and then i told myself i was like look i, I need to not drink I, I don't want him to see me like this uh so i like gave up cigarettes um and during this time they put me on, like i got on medication for like this like from having the overdose it put uh, like it, like i got like severe pain disorder like really bad where i was just like black out so the medicine actually made me gain like a ton of weight so i ended up blowing up to like 446 pounds i was like huge um I wore like uh, a 5X shirt. I wore a 55, like four, uh, 54 size pants. Um, so it was like, it was pretty rough. Um, but then when I had my, my son, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give up, I'm gonna give up cigarettes. Uh, I'm gonna give up drinking. Uh, Cause that was my thing, but the drinking was really hard. You know, um, it took me a while to kind of like, I would stop for a week and then drink and then, you know, stop for a little bit longer and then drink again. And this went on for years. like for i mean a real long time and then my son we ended up moving from baltimore uh to florida and my son was like almost three and then when i moved here i like stopped taking my medication i was like i'm not gonna take this medicine anymore i'm gonna just try to like get my mind right and you know start new and i still was bit you know drinking and stuff but got off my medication so i started like feeling better um losing a little bit of weight but not very much um and then it started happening a little bit more. Like I started having bigger gaps of not drinking, like months would go by. And then eventually a year would go by and then I would mess up and then, you know, I'd keep doing the cycle. And then eventually like six years ago, it just, it just stopped. Like I just stopped doing it. Like I just, it was like, okay, I'm not gonna drink anymore. And just like really tried my hardest. And, you know, it seemed to work, uh, ended up slipping up, I drank, uh once like it's been a year now so back to another year of sober uh but it's just a, a drinking is a very hard thing because it's like a, such a social activity but you know the six years was good i'm restarting that year one again so another year sober and i'll take it you know uh but it, it i was during this time i was like on this weight loss journey and uh started really concentrate on like my health 
uh, my nutrition. Uh, I ended up going plant-based like for the past six years. Uh, ended up dropping over 200 pounds. Uh, but I ended up finding ultra running in 2020 when COVID first hit. Uh, the gyms were closed and I was telling myself, I was like, oh, I don't want to lose my results. Um, I need to do something. And my son was doing cross country at the time. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll run with you a little bit. So we ended up, you know, running around, kind of doing that stuff. And I did like a couple of like, you know, 5Ks uh, where I'd walk and I'd kind of run and I'd kind of just kind of be with him. Uh, and then I ended up doing uh, some turkey trots, like holiday runs and stuff like that. And then he, he ended up not doing cross country no more. And I was like, okay, I'll just kind of run. It was 2020. And I was just, I would just go outside and kind of walk and run. And then it started not, not feeling so bad. Like I was like, oh, like, I can catch my breath. Like it doesn't, I can't, I'm not really like, I'm not running. And then like, cause I would like run really fast and then like be like out of breath. And I was like, and I was like, oh, and I'll be like watching YouTube. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I need to like, maybe find a pace. Cause I didn't know anything about it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just try to go a little slower. And it ended up feeling pretty good. And I'll do like half a mile. And then it turned into a mile and then it started gradually picking up. And then I just started posting on Instagram. Like I was like, okay, this feels pretty good. By this time it's 2021 coming up on 2021. And I was like, man, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm posting stuff. And they're like, dude, running pretty good. I was like, yeah. I, they're like, yeah, why don't you try a marathon? I was like, okay, cool. I'll try one. And I did the clear water. It was a marathon. It was like, I think it was like 2021, the beginning. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And I'm running that. It felt fine. I was like, this is nice. And I kept running like during this time and posting. And people were like, dude, you're running like way past that. Like that's past the marathon. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I was like, I was like, don't you everyone run like this? Cause like, I just assumed cause I wasn't my mind, my, the way I thought of stuff, I thought like if I wasn't running like a nine minute pace or eight minute pace or like my son and them, they're running like, five minute paces or in the like, cross country. I just assumed like that wasn't a big deal like cause I was running so slow like I was running like you know 16 minute pace at first and 15 minute pace and then even right like late, later in the year I was running like maybe 11 minute pace but for a very long time but I assumed everyone did that just because I was so ignorant to running I just didn't know and people were like no dude you're running like ultras all the time and I was running like back to back 30 milers like every day I'd run 30 40 you know miles and I'd get like one o'clock in the morning so I can hang out with the family so I can get like 40 miles in you know doing a four minute like 13 14 minute pace and people are like dude that's crazy what are you doing and i was like i don't know i was like i thought this was like normal and that's how it, how that's how it started it was kind of weird <laughs> designed for running adventures on a variety of surfaces the katula exospikes footwear traction are at home on ice and snow as well as on dry rocky ground 12 ultra durable tungsten carbide spikes provide an impressive amount of grip when you need it and stand up to rocks and other abrasive trail features when you don't Exospikes will inspire you to follow the trail less traveled, even when it's covered in ice. For more information, visit Catula.com. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's a lot of time on your feet. And also yeah. just like, and, and also just, I love the fact that like, you know, you bring up that you didn't really know what was going on and you just kind of just kept increasing the distance. Um, sometimes, you know, that sometimes that's like the best way to go about it, you know, cause like um, really makes you think about how perspective is everything, right? You know, like we used to think maybe at one point you thought like a 5k was really tough or a really long way to go. Cause you started with the half a mile and then, you know, next thing you know, you're doing like 
half marathon, you're doing a marathon, and then you just keep increasing the distance. And then you're like, what is this ultra label? You know, like, what is this ultra marathon thing? Um, so did that, um, when you found out that that was an ultra marathon, did that change your methodology of training at all or your perspective at all? Or did you just keep going about the way you were going about it? I just stayed the same, to be honest. Yeah, I just did the same because I, I started just like YouTube because I didn't even know. I started YouTubing it and uh, started seeing it. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. I mean, I didn't expect to run like, like I never expected to like win an ultra or do anything like that. I just was like, wow, man, this is crazy. I'm just going to stay doing what I was doing. So I was also like doing my running. And then I was also uh, after COVID lifted, I do CrossFit like three days a week, like strength training. And I was just, just including everything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did uh? So where did strength training come in for you? And um, uh, you know, just you know, for our beginner audience, like one of the things we always ask uh, when we're talking to runners on the show is like, you know, where strength training fits into the regime and like what it means to you and why it's important. So talk a little bit about strength training because I've seen some of your videos on Instagram and you know you're doing a lot of lifting. Um, which is really, you know, which is really what runners should be doing, in my opinion. Um, so talk a little bit about that. Uh, well, when I first started, like, uh, CrossFit or hit style workout, I remember being, like, so big that I couldn't even, like, squat to, like, a box, like, with my body weight. So, like, when I started doing that, my legs started getting stronger. It just felt good. That was before I even started running. Uh, so after I found running, I, swore, I still wanted to incorporate uh, – the strength training with it just because the fact of I felt like time on foot felt easier. My legs felt stronger. Um, upper body, I just felt lighter. Like when I would, you know, just be out there, just move my arms. So it just, it definitely helps just overall. I feel like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I strength train a lot of hours in the week as well. And I think that it's just made me, you know, just feel really good out there and just be able to put in more time on my feet and especially like on the trails, on uneven terrain, even just on like hard pavement because that's like no joke either, you know, especially when you go that many miles. So, um, yeah, it's super cool to hear and see that you're doing like that strength training and you're doing CrossFit as well because, you know, I've seen a lot of CrossFit um, runners do really well in ultras as well um, and just really look strong out there, you know. Um, so, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you since, you know, you kind of talked about doing a 40 miler, um, you know, starting at like 1am, um, and this was like something sometime around 2021, uh, when did you kind of, uh, get the idea or the sense that you wanted to go run a hundred miles? Um, after I heard about it, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's because of my addictive personality, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I think running, uh, uh, it's it's funny to say, because it's like, with other stuff, like, I've never really been, like, good at anything in particular. Like, uh, in running, I feel like, I know I'm not, like, the best, but I'm good to myself. Like, and it's cool, like, to see, like, milestones. Like, like it's like, oh, I couldn't run, like, 800 meters before when I was really heavy, and then, Oh, I can run a mile. Each time would be something new. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a cool new goal. Every time I would hit it, it was like something, like, to me, it was like spectacular. I was like, whoa, I, went, I ran three miles. This is like crazy. And then the next week, oh, wow, I ran four miles. Like every time it was like something new. I was like this. So it became like, wow. After I ran the marathon, I was like, oh, there's a hundred? Like, that's a thing? 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to run it. And that year, I was like, I'm signing up. So I actually signed up for the Daytona 100. That was the first one I ever did in 2021. Yeah. So I did it like I started running in 2020 and figured out about a marathon in 2021. Then I figured out about the 100. And I just was like, I jumped right into it. And so one of the things I saw on your story, um, uh, and then we talked about this in the green room, was that a... Uh, you know, the 100 mile got canceled. Um, was that the Daytona 100 or was that another uh, 100? Another race, yeah. It was, there was another, it was like a Loop 100 and it uh, got canceled. And that was um, 2023. Uh, so I want to dive, so I do want to dive into that. But before we dive into that, I just want to, you know, I think there's nothing like your first 100 mile race. Um, and I really just wanted to dive into um, your experience at Daytona 100. Just tell me how that was. Oh, it was like, it was, it was, it was probably the coolest thing I've ever uh, ex experienced. The, the, it's different than I feel like when I did like the marathon, because there was a lot of people there, but like, I didn't talk to anybody. Like when I got to the 100, like, everyone was talking to everyone. It didn't matter like if you were like a season runner or not. It's like something about the ultra community. Everyone was just like, hey, what's up? Like super like, like just everyone was like it was like so crazy. I feel like so what gear do you have? What are you doing? Are you good? Is this your first time? And so that was just like overwhelming. Just uh, it blew my mind. I feel like like during the one doing that. Um, super excited. Uh, so it was a point to point race. Uh, I had my wife and son. They were crewing, and then we had some uh, people from Nathan the uh, team come like come out and support me. And it was like it was it was amazing. It was like the coolest like first 100 I'll remember forever definitely yeah there's um you know it's been two years since my first 100 and I still think it's like always going to be in my top five of like favorite performances and favorite finishes and yeah there's nothing like that feeling you get before your first 100 I mean it's hard to describe to people who haven't done it but like you know what I'm talking about you know yeah. just the, the kind of emotions you go through the feelings you feel like at different points in the race um, was there any, uh, was there any moment you remember during that race where things got really tough and, or moments during that race that you felt like you weren't going to get it done? Um, well, I actually, I ended, I ended up not finishing it. Um, I ended up not like, since it was my first, um, and I never ran that distance yet. And I was like, things I did, I didn't realize I was doing. Um, I ended up like running, there was a part of the run that was like almost 30 miles and it was like a slanted road like this and I ended up like running on so getting up on the flat I ran on that part the whole time so like I was kind of like downwards and then around like mile 50 something I think it was like 55 my knee was so swollen like I couldn't like bend it so there was this like I was like talking to the you know to my wife and my son and to some people from Nathan and they're I was like there's they're like there's physically the speed I was going I could, I was not going to be able to get to the, to the, you know, the next checkpoint in time. So I had to drop out at like mile 55 on that one. So I got to learn a lot from this race, from that race for the first, you know, the first one. But I felt pretty good about it. I thought it was cool. I was like, man, for the first time, I was like, that was pretty fun, man. 50, 55 miles. And I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. You got your, um, that's one of the things, right? Is like, it's all perspective. Like you got your PR and distance and, you know, you got out there and you made the right call. Cause you know, this is something that you want to do for a long time. And I think one of the things 
that I really love about ultra running um, is that there's, you know, some people might not like this answer, but one of the things I like about ultra running is that you're not always guaranteed to finish no matter how you train or how you execute or whatever. And I think that's one of the most exciting parts about it, especially like the distances like 100 miles, you know, because I've had my fair share of 100 DNFs too. Yeah, it's um, it's for sure like, like uh, and you know, I've, I've seen footage of, I had a friend who did the Daytona 100 and I was looking at the stories and I'm like, man, you guys are doing this all on like, look, it looked like hard pavement most of the way. It I was mean, pavement the whole that, way. Yeah, it was just, it was just the street. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. That's like running four road marathons in a row, man. <laughs> you can get me to do one. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a, a learning experience. I was like, oh, I guess I don't want to do that next time. Yeah. What was, but it was fun. Though. The, what was your biggest takeaway from that DNF that has kind of helped you become a better athlete and just a better runner and possibly even a better human? I feel like just like not giving up and like being okay with like it not turning out the way you want it to be. Just like be okay with like what, like what you got. Like I, I, I'm, I'm just grateful for the, the opportunity just to even be out there from going from being so heavy to even be able to even go that, that distance and to see and meet new people out there. So, I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything. So like, I, I feel like, like no matter what, whatever race you do, it doesn't matter if you DNF or not, it's still like a blessing just to wake up that day to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that sort of circles back to what you were saying about how overwhelmed you were about how amazing the ultra running community is. You know, I've seen it in all ultras, but especially in like 100 mile distances, um, it feels like the tone shifts from like racing against each other and even competing against yourself to like just everybody like working together, especially in the mid to back of the pack to like get get each other to the finish and like bring each other home. And there's just so much like camaraderie out there. Like one of my favorite things to always talk about is like how I'll do a road race and somebody will fall and nobody will pick them up. But you fall at an ultra marathon like everybody's gathering around you like do you need a salt tab like do you need me to take you back to the last aid station like it's just it, there's just so many cool humans during that sport and i had the same feelings of like being overwhelmed when i did my first ultra so it's one like i said in the green room it's one of the things that keeps bringing me back um but you know going from that to the going from that at DNF, uh, did you immediately know that you wanted to do another 100 miler? Um, and uh, which one did you sign up for afterwards? If you did, well, actually, after that, after I hurt my knee and stuff like that, um, I had time to ice it up, and uh, ended up like seven days later, uh, getting uh, Nathan all that, and getting footage, and sending it off to him. I ended up doing a, a, another 100 and completing it. Like, oh, seven wow. days later, yeah. yeah. Like I'm very determined. Which one? So I'm a very determined. It was it was another solo 100 with some people. So it wasn't like a so it wasn't like a, a a real a real like race. It was just a 100 we set up and I just ran it. So it was, oh for sure. Yeah. So you did, so you did <laughs> yeah. two solo 200. Yeah. Now um, so that I think come out and run run with me, you know, different, different distance depending on whatever they want to do. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll invite whoever. Like, if you want to come out on a bike, if you want to do whatever, it doesn't matter. Come on out. Yeah. And people just talk about that experience and 
like how do you set something up like that you know like an unsupported 100 miler and like the planning that goes in did you kind of plan it or was it something that you sort of were like i'm gonna get some of this together but i'm also just gonna wing it you know with the, the route well i had like a huge goal like I, i'll say okay i wanted to run a 100 before i turned 40 and i turned 40 uh in december so i was like okay i really want to uh to really get this so i was like i just put on social media and everyone on instagram that you know they reached out i was like people are just super awesome and like just very supportive so like, people are like yeah just go for it like you might as well and like you know when you like run around your area you have like loops you can do you have like five minute, you know five mile loops or a 10 mile or you know whatever your different loops you have and i would just take all my loops that i knew and you know did certain loops during certain times of the day and that was like how i, how I calculated all you know the whole race and i just used my garmin watch yeah and then I had my wife and son crew me again. So they'd be out there, you know, helping me with drinks, you know, helping me with whatever I needed, you know. So it was kind of cool to say my wife would stay up all night kind of dealing with me. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, before I sort of ask more about, uh, uh, before I sort of get into more about that 100, uh, one of the things, you know, we talked about was being like a role model for your son. And that's something we'll also get into. But I, I'm kind of curious, like, what he thinks about um, all this and, like, crewing ultras and, like, being around the ultra community and, like, you doing your 100 hours. Like, uh, what does he think about ultra marathons and what you're doing? He thinks it's really cool. Like, um, we, don't, we don't really talk too much about it, but uh, he, like, when we do, he, he thinks it's, like, cool where I've came from. And he shows, like, he, he's always, like, man, he's, like, it's cool that, like, I guess I'm not giving up. You know, it's showing that, like, like just because I fail, I just keep trying it no matter what until I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So I think he's, like, he just he's, he just thinks it's pretty neat. Because, I mean, he's still young. You know, he's 15. So he's, like, he just thinks, like, man, he's, like, I can't believe you do this. It's wild. And it, and it shows, like, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, it doesn't, like, I don't have to be, like, 20 years old or have, like, a runner's background. You know, it's just going out there having fun. I think he's seeing me, like, having fun. It's really what it really comes down to. Yeah. The, you nailed two of the things right on the head, you know, just like having fun and like never giving up, you know, just like going after the thing that you want to go after. And um, I'm sure like one of the things that's so cool about ultras is that like, you know, you don't really have to like talk about it too much when you go out there and you're like, people see you keep pushing forward, like, you know, your son, your family, they keep seeing you move forward through like all these obstacles. You're just, you're being about it, you know, like you're living through those actions. Like you're not saying never give up. You are like not giving up, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like fast forward to 2023 and you're preparing for another 100 mile race now. Uh, well, I, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what so yeah, so it would be 2022, 23. Yeah, so 23, yeah. I actually ended up doing, um, I'm trying to think the date. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, I'm not sure if it was 2022 or 2023. I think it was 2023. I ended up doing the uh, Keys 100. The Keys one. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I did that one. And then that's when, after that is when I did, 2023 that did do the, the solo 100 that's when i had the other signed up for another race as well that got canceled yeah um okay yeah and i think that was kind of the stories i was watching and yeah. when we got connected mm -hmm. um 
and you got another one coming in November. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh -huh. I've, uh, it's like the first uh, in this area. It's like it's uh, it's called the the Tampa Bay 100. It's like the first uh, urban 100 here in this area. So uh -huh. I'm like super excited. Like so, I'll be like one of the first running. So it's like it's a very special. Like I feel like a race because it's like in my area. Um, it's just gonna be cool. Like I don't even know what to expect actually. <laughs> Like this place yeah. that I've, I've never ran and it's like really urban like it's like through to the city and it ends up it's just i don't even know the course. <laughs> i'm not even sure about the course i'm like this is crazy it's, it's, i'm like super excited right though because they reached out and they're like oh we're, we're starting this 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 will be the first of its kind i was like dude i'm totally down to running so i'm pretty i'm pretty stoked for it yeah it's super cool like i don't think uh i mean there are a lot of 100 miles popping up in the states but i don't think i've ever heard of like a fully urban 100 miler like the one in Tampa Bay. So that sounds like a cool and like unique experience. Yeah. And I've done some inaugural races and like just the excitement and the nerves that comes with that is like a unique feeling, yeah. uh, especially knowing that you're going to be among the first people to like test the course out. You know, there's something to be said about that, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, November, uh, November 4th. Yeah. And it starts in, it's called Ebor. Ebor City starts, so I'm pretty excited. Pretty stoked for That's it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, super stoked for you. Um, how are you? Uh, so, how are you training from that? Based on what you've learned from your past, like ultra marathons and your experience, like how are what is your mindset going into uh, the Tampa Bay 100, and how is your training different from similar or different from like your previous 100 mile races? Well. Well, this one, it, it, everything got actually switched around, which is kind of like, it's kind of a bummer, but like, I'm cool with it. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I was playing this for like six years, six, seven years. Um, I ended up getting, after the the um, the Keys 100, I ended, I ended up having like a severe like heat stroke and like blacking out and going into like a seizure. Oh, wow. Uh, it ended up after that, I ended up being like, uh, having all these weird food, food allergies. So I had to go get like tested. I ended up like uh, having to go to the hospital, get EpiPens. It was like weird. It was like stuff I ate, like normally would eat. Um, so I ended up getting tests and all that. Uh, so I'm allergic to the majority of the food I used to eat, like beans, oats, you know, like normal stuff I would, like coffee. I can't even have like staples of like a vegan, like protein part, wow. like, you know, common stuff I would eat. So I had to end up switching my diet completely. So now I eat like, meat, fish, eggs, you know, completely different. So like now, like, I'm just trying to get like my nutrition down. Uh, so that's like, that's the, the, what I'm trying right now is get all that locked in for the run. That's like my main thing. And then uh, I'm gonna start training, like really getting into it uh, this week coming up. Yeah, nutrition is uh, definitely such a big thing for 100s. And, you know, I can attest to the fact that I was plant based for a couple years, especially when I started out ultras. And at some point down the line incorporated, you know, eggs back into my diet because I was massively vitamin B12 deficient and had some allergies and stuff with like some vegan staples. And like, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, you know, cause our, not only are we evolving in the sport, but you know, our bodies are always constantly evolving too. Like mm -hmm. we even, we even see it with the pros, you know, like, like, you know, what Courtney Dowalter, like, you know, DNFing hard rock, when her normal staples didn't work and she had to go and reinvent the wheel. I mean, it's, uh, 
yeah, it's uh, crazy how, you know, you'll get hammers like that in the sport. And, yeah. And just, to, you know. Yeah, like, so, like, the aid station, I can't technically eat from now because I don't know. So now, now I have to run with, like, an EpiPen. Like, I can't, I can't have potatoes. Like, so I, I normally grab some potato chips, like, if I need something salty. I, now I can't. It's like, so everything's like, oh. So now I'm like, that's, like, my main thing is making sure I can get enough calories uh, and, like, what I can carry, like, on me, like, to eat. Because this, the Timothy 100, the aid station is actually 20 miles apart, each, oh, each wow. station. So it's a, it's a big, it's a pretty big gap. And then, um, of course, my wife's going to kind of go up ahead. But, you know, there's times where she's going to sleep. And I'm about to rely maybe on a station or something like that. So I'm about to be like, what's that? Or rely what's like, I can carry my vest pretty much also. So hopefully there'll be stuff there. I'm going to like look at like, can I eat that? <laughs> you know, but, you know, but so I definitely going to be looking for stuff to carry on me that like can give me enough fuel, you know, to get me kind of to the next, at least to the next station or to wherever my crew is going to be. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's like, that's uh, such a big thing to like really think about, and especially now that you're having like meat, egg, and fish as your primary mm -hmm. diet. But you know, like it's uh, just another puzzle to figure out. And one of the cool things about ultras is that, you know, in my opinion, it teaches us how to handle a lot of things that come at us in life. You know, just like problem solving and like figuring it out and finding a way to keep moving forward. And I'm totally sure you will, man. Um, so, you know, before we get into the rapid fire, um, uh, I wanted to kind of just open the floor to ask you to give advice to like beginners getting into the sport or in any endurance sport. Like what advice would you give somebody um, who maybe even comes from a similar background like yours um, or somebody who is, you know, nervous to kind of get into endurance sports? Like what advice would you give them? Um. I guess really not to overthink it, to be honest. Um, it's just, like I always say, like, if you get tired, you can just start walking, you know? So even if you're out there and you think, oh, you know, I, I can never probably run five miles or 10 miles or 20 miles. In reality, I think, I feel like you, if you're not, like, if there's not physically something wrong with you, like, where you're, like, maybe in a wheelchair or something like that, I, I feel like everyone's body pretty much adapts to, whatever we do as like a consistent thing. And like the main thing is like just believing in that you can, if something that you want, that you can do it. Um, like I always told myself, I said, you know, this is when I look at myself and I want it to be something different. I just told myself I'm going to write myself a different story. Like I don't have to be who I was. So I, I was just like, okay, I want to lose this weight or I want to be able to run. Uh, I just was in my mind, I told myself to shut up and I just would run. And if I got tired, I would stop running and just walk. If I had to walk two miles, I just walked it. But I would give myself little goals. Like I wouldn't go like, I'm going to run five miles and now I'm going to run 50. I would just be like, I would add like a mile or half a mile and I just kept adding it every week. And I just, if I could run that distance, I wouldn't go backwards. I would always just keep adding more. So I would have like my one long run a week and I would make sure to add more each time. So, that, I mean, I just made it simple like that. I didn't overthink it. Like I didn't try to like beat anybody else. I just tried to beat myself every time. Yeah. I like that a lot. You know, like everybody's got their own story and you just gotta like do you and like be yourself. And uh, one of the things you said uh, 
Uh, also, was something similar to somebody else said this on the show. Uh, my friend Joe uh, had uh, he's an ultra runner. He had an Adderall addiction, and one of the things he said, one of his mantras is, "Where you uh, where you are is not where you're always going to be." You know, uh, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know, because we've all been in these dark places and like dark holes, and you think you're never going to like. Things are never going to change, but like, you know, thanks for bringing that up, you know, because um, you are a testament to that yourself that like, you know, where you were is not where you're always going to be. Definitely. Um, I agree, man. So before we let you go, Sean, we're going to get into the rapid fire section of the show. Um, so, you know, I think I'm just going to jump right into it. Sean, are you ready for the rapid fire? All right, let's do this. Uh, so we already asked about pineapple on pizza, your team home, uh, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so when you go out on a run, do you listen to music, podcasts, or nothing at all? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I love that. Um, red uh, candy corn. Is it a real candy? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, so, are you yay or nay on it? I like it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that's a rough one like for me. I, I, the only reason I don't wear it is just like, it always messes up and it, it irritates me, you know? Like, something will break on it and I'm like, ah! <laughs> that's the only reason I don't use it. Yeah, no I, no, I totally agree with that one. I mean, I listen to nothing at all, too, now on all my runs, so it's, it's awesome, you know? Um, Peeps, yay or nay? Nay. Nay. I love that. Uh, I don't think Adina in the comments there will like that. Uh, she sent me a stale peep earlier because she's a stale peep fan. <laughs> um, it's the first time, yeah, we got, it's the first time that somebody has sent actual food to us and like community mail from Run Try Bike. So I was not expecting a stale peep, but she also sent me a, a band that it's in reverse but it says progress not perfection oh that's cool yeah that's cool yeah it's a refocus band i'm gonna wear these on all my ultras now my hundreds and everything so super grateful for that and she's in the comments right now saying no for the peeps you know um all right next question uh red velvet is it a is it a real flavor or is it chocolate with red food dye that's hard man i don't know I feel like it's chocolate red food dye. Does it really taste like anything? I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. I think it's chocolate red food dye, man. I'm totally... Are you a cake or a pie person? Pie person. I have pie for my birthday. What kind of pie? Any fruit pie. I like apple. Oh, man. Man, that sounds good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Um, well, Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show. Like, we really, uh, really appreciate your time, and this is a really great conversation. And you know, you're welcome back anytime. And I'm looking forward to seeing how you do on Tampa Bay, and just you know, I'm sure we'll be following each other's journeys as well because we follow each other. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, I have to get back on because I know I left out like a ton of stuff. <laughs> my uh, yeah, my mind is blank when questions come at me. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, you're, you're welcome back anytime. And I think we definitely love to have you back on the show after Tampa Bay 100 to talk about your experience because what you're doing is like super unique. And I'm excited to hear about the journey of the Urban 100, man. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. Well, thank you, man. And have a great evening. Oh, you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.